Welcome to Raiders of the Lost Podcast, the ultimate film and TV podcast. We are your hosts, James and Anthony. This episode will be a mini review on the movie RRR. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. James and I finally watched RRR, and oh man, it blew us away. This is the best movie you have not seen this entire year. I had so much fun watching this movie. I went in with zero expectations. Critically, it is doing so well. It's 92% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8 on IMDb, 83% on Metacritic, and let me check the audience score for Rotten Tomatoes, 94% audience score. So this is a, just a universally loved movie coming out of India, and my goodness, it's just like harken back to classic action big blockbuster movies before like the last decade of them just not being as good as they used to be, but this is just so enjoyable, it's so silly, the CGI is is solid, but like you get through it, but my goodness, I had so much fun, I was laughing, I was getting emotional, and I just loved every action set piece, and I love the characters. I, this is my first Bollywood movie that I've ever seen, so I, I don't know, I n- had never been aware of what the style of filmmaking, writing, and acting is there. And so walking into it with this being my first one, once you understand how this culture of filmmaking works and how they tell their stories, oh, oh my God, it's so much fun. And it's exciting. It's energetic. It's hilarious. It's really well made. The Some of the action set pieces are really impressive. I think Raju's first scene when he attacks like 500 guys outside the gates. <laughs> that was unbelievable. That, man. that was unbelievable. <laughs> There's some really impressive um, action scenes in this film. The final fight, really well choreographed, like a lot of fun. You have Beeman just like picking up a motorcycle and whipping people with it. It's just ridiculous. And once you get a feel for the tone... In the style, then you're all aboard, and it's just flat out fun. It reminded me, like, the fight sequences reminded me of movies like The Raid, just great martial arts movies yeah. where it's just like one unstoppable guy taking down so many dudes in the in the in a crowd. But it was like kind of like superpower. Yeah, yeah, that's what I liked about them. Yeah. It follows these two revolutionaries, uh, Beeman and also Raju, who are kind of opposite sides of the same coin. Where Raju, we find out. Uh, so if you haven't seen the movie, we're gonna get into some spoiler territory. Obviously, we yeah. gotta review the movie. It's been out for a while. Uh, Raju, but yeah, if you haven't seen it, go watch it and then come back ASAP because it's awesome. You're going to love the hell out of it. It's on Netflix. Raju is a, un- a basically an undercover police in this in world in India. This part of India was the 1930s, 40s, I believe. I believe, yeah. And obviously Great Britain and England have basically colonized parts of India and India, and, and we sh- have a great social hierarchy between upper class, lower class citizens but compared to the English versus the Indians in their own country, how they're less than human to a lot of them. And the revolutionaries trying to do different things where Raju is an undercover police officer, like a, a highly decorated police officer, and he's trying to infiltrate the monarchy and the col- col- uh, the col- colonials. Well, he, well, he's not. He's undercover as a revolutionary, as a cop. Well, he's got like two undercovers, yeah, but his yeah. goal is to get ammunition and weapons for the Indian militias and revolutionaries to be, able, to be able to fight back. So he's got like a double undercover going on, sometimes triple undercover in a lot of ways. And then Beeman's more of, he's a tribal protector, and he's trying to find the girl who was taken from their tribe. Yeah, his sister. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly? Molly. Yeah. And I love both of their introductory scenes. Like I said, Raju, Raju's scene is unbelievable. <laughs> and like I love some of the shots where like 
he's swarmed by guys and he's just like beating them off with a stick. And <laughs> they did a great job with that scene. I was it was pulse pounding and very entertaining and so many extras. The choreography must have been really difficult to pull Hundreds off. Hundreds of of real yeah. life extras. But that that's I feel like that scene sets the tone for the movie for people who are new to this kind of filmmaking. So like me especially, like once he jumps over the fence and he starts attacking like hundreds of dudes, I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> and then Beeman's scene is unbelievable when he he's he and his villagers are trying to trap that wolf, but accidentally run into a tiger. First of all, he manages to j- jump out of the way of both animals and they collide. And then the tiger scares off the wolf. And then suddenly he's being chased by a tiger. They trap the tiger in that netting. And then he has to fight it off by like holding it with its with the ropes, and he's just like him versus the tiger. He's like pulling it back, and it is an amazing scene. I I had so much fun watching that one too. I love macho movies. Yeah. This is one of the just most muscles glistening. This is the most macho movie I've seen in the last decade. Yeah, we don't really get movies like this in Hollywood anymore, which is a damn shame because I love it. Yeah, I love watching a couple of jack dudes just. F things up all over the yeah. place and just going against a tiger, going against a crowd of people, the shirtless boxing scenes. It's, oh my God. He's like, ah! it's incredible. I love macho, high testosterone, high octane movies. And I, like I said, Hollywood just stopped making these movies about 10 years ago. And it feels like if Hollywood's doing something macho y, it's like kind of making fun of the, the guy. Like mm-hmm. Thor kind of gets made fun of by being stripped naked in Thor Love and Thunder. And he's just a big silly goofball. Yeah, now. and he's a goofball. And these two are goofballs at times with their friendship. And the friendship is amazing. Like once they cuz they they become friends when they save that 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 little boy surrounded by fire on the river. And the way they save the kid is Raju takes the horse, Beeman takes the motorcycle, and they both take a half of the one side of the rope, jump off the bridge. And then they meet in the middle. One of them grabs the kid. One of them, and then Raju wets that flag, wraps it around Beeman so he it's can insane. be protected through the flames. And then he jumps out there. And then they grab hands with like best friends. And then we have like a best friend montage, which I love. It's so cool because these are like superheroes now. Yeah, which I really like. We don't. But have there's to no have, explanation. We they don't just have to are. have capes. They're not flying yeah. through the air. But, they don't need to explain like, oh, they're superpower. They just are. They are super beings somehow, and they've found each other because of the situations they're in. And once they find each other, they realize there's someone else just like me. I'm not a normal person, and I found a friend and someone I can confide in, and I can do things together because now we kind of have this great, beautiful relationship, and they have a beautiful friendship, but also. Raju is trying to track down Beeman's brother, who lives in the village in the air, in the city as yeah. well, and they don't know it yet. But eventually, they he comes to figure out the situation where Beeman is brothers with the man he's been looking for. Yeah, who works at the the mechanic shop, and the, some of the chase sequences are excellent. But then when when both men are pitted against each other, then the movie just gets really dramatic, and like the conflict is intense because. They spend so much time developing their friendship, and they're just like best buds. They're like eating at each other's houses. They're Squatting going on, 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 each going other's on adventures together, <laughs> like doing pull-ups on tree branches. <laughs> There's so much, and so it's so great. And then when they become conf- conflicted adversaries, then it's uh, then it's a really great conflict for the story. And also the relationship with the woman that Beeman's trying to court, even though he doesn't the, speak. The wealthy Eng- yeah. English woman. Even though he doesn't speak English at all. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she invites him to the party on the same day. But Raju, Raju speaks English, so he's, like, yeah. he's always like, you're going to have a good time. Don't worry. <laughs> have, don't have, have fun. It's always silly and fun. And I also love the dance numbers in this movie. Oh, They're man. exceptional. I loved the like the dance off at between, the palace at the palace at the yeah. the 
outdoor ball during yeah. the day where it's Raju and Beeman, and they beat all those racist white English guys. And then Raju lets Beeman win the dance off to impress <laughs> the girl. <laughs> he's like, he sees he's her. Like, I won. <laughs> he sees her cheering. Like he's, she's the only one cheering for Beeman. He's like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta do something nice for him. But so great, so yeah. much energy in this movie. It's nonstop, and it really keeps you going. And it's a long film. It's about three hours, maybe a little over yeah. three hours. But it's really worth the entire watch, and I, I loved every minute of it. And it's really just well, well paced because. You, and there's so much great character work because you think that Raju is like this cop the whole time. And then we learn the flashback of his story of he comes from a village that was attacked by British soldiers. And he made this this um, pact with his village and with his father that he would bring weapons to the villagers so that they can defend themselves from the British monarchy. And so his goal is actually much, much sim- very similar to Beeman's goal. And then when Beeman realizes that, because one of the, the most difficult scene to watch is when... Raju has to whip Beeman, and at first it's really tough, but then the mayor's wife throws out this, like, this whip with nails attached to it, just, like, shredding through his flesh and just, like, tearing him apart, and there's just blood everywhere, and Raju's, like, how, he's, like, I can't believe I have to do this to my best friend, I have to betray my best friend and, and bring him near death to get him to kneel, but Beeman's got this... He's got like a spirit. Yes, yeah, spirit. spirit. Yeah, unstoppable spirit within him, which prevents him from kneeling. And he, and then Raju sees this, and how Beeman inspired the entire crowd to erupt into rebellion and attack all the British soldiers. And he saw that, oh, maybe it isn't just about giving people weapons, but inspiring people to fight, which Beeman can do. Exactly, and also their relationship at that point. Beeman saved Raju's life from the poison also oh, before yeah, the, snake, the sequence. Yeah. And again, Raju, he's going undercover as a revolutionary for these police officers and in the armed forces. And now he's also under on these he's going undercover for the armed forces to try to find the revolutionaries in the city. And then he's also kind of undercover around Raju to try to find more information about him and his brother and everything. So there's like double undercover that Raj is going through, which I think is really interesting versus Beeman who's straight, you know, his entire story arc the entire time. But the, the filmmakers do a great job keeping it a mystery about whose Raju's loyalties really, really are. And then we have the flashbacks where his father was one of the men who was in uh, the mayor or the general's early uh, infantry units that came to India and treated the citizens horribly and we're executing them and he says the the worth of a bullet isn't even worth using on these people horrible but great metaphor for the situation and then after that Raju's father exiled from them and then he started creating his own guerrilla army in the woods but they had no weapons they only had one rifle and he was training everyone with sticks to be able to fight as an army together and that's where Raju discovered his talents for being a superhero. Oh, the sniper shot. Getting the bullseye from like 100 yards away. He's like, did you shoot from those rocks? And he's like, no, I no, shot, from, shot over from over there. From there. <laughs> and then they do the flashback. Bullseye, yeah. So it's yeah. a great flashback where we finally know the truth about Raju. And Beeman doesn't find out until he almost kills Raju when Raju and him have that, that second fight. Oh, my God. That fight was great when Beeman and his crew uh, try to take over the estate, the British estate. Excellent fight, uh, huge bombastic action sequence when they release the animals and the tigers just start ripping through people's throats. It's just and beaming stuff. by himself. 
No, he's got his crew. Does he? Yeah, I they was Beeman just came flying out with the with the animals by himself. Well, he he opened the animal cages, but there's he has his group with him, oh, like yeah. a, a bunch of the guys. Okay, the yeah, villagers yeah. went and yeah. attacked. There's just so much going on. Yeah, this, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's, this is a lot going on, but uh, it's a great huge battle. And then when Raju shows up on that uh, horse-drawn carriage that he lights on fire and basically <laughs> throws at Beeman, and that fight is epic. It's so good. And then it's an excellent chase up to the to the top of the estate, and then. He finally, Raju, you think he's done because he actually spared Beeman in the moment and then Beeman got away. No, he actually spared Beeman and then Beeman pulled out his like claws and stabbed him in, in, the, in the chest and then he tried to escape. Then, then Raju caught him. So at first Raju tried to spare him and then he caught him. This, and this led to him having to get whipped. Raju goes through so much emotional turmoil because every time he stops Beeman, he's stopping his best friend. And he's stopping what he's fighting for because he knows Beeman's a revolutionary. He's trying to rebel. He's trying to find his sister. But every time he stops, he has to stop Beeman. It's because his mission is, in his, in his eyes, larger than Beeman's mission. And his entire goal is to save the entirety of India. Yeah, and then Ra- Raju tries... Then Raju... When it's gonna, when Beeman's gonna be executed, he makes a plan to help Beeman escape and tries to take out the mayor, but the mayor catches him. Beeman escapes, but then Raju's caught and then he's put into in captivity for months. And then he grows this epic beard and <laughs> super long hair, and he's like gonna be executed in two days. And he's doing pull-ups, and they're like, "Why are you doing pull-ups, man?" He's like, he basically says, "I never stop." <laughs> <laughs> and then. It's an amazing moment where, when after Beeman learns about Raju's real quest from his from his wife, then he's like, "I gotta go rescue my best friend, fiance." His fiance, sorry, I gotta go rescue my bud. And then he just he goes into the estate, sneaks in, and he finds the cell that uh, Raju's in, and he just fucking pulls the entire cell out <laughs> of the earth and rips out the concrete. And then they're best buds again, and they start this epic fight. It's really great, and I love the third act. I love every action sequence of this movie so much, and I think Raju is one of my favorite characters I've seen in movies in a while. His transformation is amazing. He's yeah. so cool in this movie. Every time he was on screen, I'm like, "There's the this guy. Cool. There's the mustache. Yeah. I love it." And then he's got the great beard. The two. He's got two different beards. He's got the great mustache. But I, I love the reveals and the secrecy behind his character and the mystery and great. You know, it's not exactly redemption, but we find out the truth that he's really a hero just like Beeman. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then just the finale is uh, its the perfect fitting epic conclusion you wanted with this great battle in the woods against the British soldiers. And and also there's the, the metaphors of water and fire with both of them. They both have that element to represent them multiple times in the film. And then it, it, it's a, it portrayed in a great way in the finale where Raju's shooting like fire arrows and he just attaches yeah, grenades. Yeah, bow and arrows awesome. He attaches grenades to his bows and a- to goes, his arrows. He goes Rambo 3 on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Beeman, he jumps out of the water with the spear. So they represented the fire and water with both characters even during the action sequences. Another great sequence with the fire and water is when they're outside the estate when Beeman's attacking and Beeman has the water yes, fountain hoses yeah. and then, and yeah. then uh, Raju has the fire as well. Yeah. So I thought that was a really cool fire water Absolutely, sequence. Absolutely, yeah. It was so cool. Because, again, they're opposite sides of the same coin. They're brothers in arms. They're best buds. And it's really great when they finally get to be completely reunited. Yeah. And Beeman understands Raju. And Raju fully understands Beeman. And I, I love just watching, you know, it's the white guys that are the, that are the bad guys in, in a movie. You <laughs> know, look, They're coming after England this year, Yeah, man. <laughs> going after England. I was like, oh, it's really refreshing. It's fun. It's great to see. And then also, I love the music and how the lyrics of the songs are basically describing what's happening and who the characters are. I had never seen that before in a movie. Like during the finale, 
during both of the guys, like when, when Raju starts going hand with his bow and arrow, the music's like describing him and where he's from and how great he is. And then when Beeman jumps out of the water, it's like Beeman part of the Lion Clan. I like how the music is like describing what's going on. And foreshadows yeah. things to come, like when their best buds and the lyrics are saying like, Will this end be, in bloodshed? But will they oppose forces? Can this friendship last? Like things like that. So it's yeah. like you know they're going to butt heads at some point. It's like very literal lyrics yeah. for what's going on and very like relevant to actually what you're seeing on screen. I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It yeah. is so much fun. Great ending. Mayor gets killed and they reunite with everyone. They he bring Roger brings weapons to his to his uh, village. Beeman gets the girl. They have an excellent dance number. <laughs> the dan- the finale dance is huge, bombastic, lots of color and extravagance and excellent music and the dance routines are terrific. I give this movie like a nine out of ten. I give it a nine I, out of I ten. I loved it so much. Yeah. It, was, it was such a blast to watch. It was so refreshing because of Hollywood action blockbusters are just not like this anymore mm-hmm. and they're not as fun as they used to be and love macho movies. We love them so much. Uh, thanks so much for tuning into this bonus episode on RRR. Make sure to obviously, if you've tuned in this long, you've probably seen the movie or else you've been spoiled. If you haven't seen it and you went through all the spoilers, watch it ASAP. It is a blast. Yeah, I uh, couldn't recommend this movie enough. It was so much fun. I'm glad we got a ton of recommendations from fans to watch it. And then we were like, you know what, let's do it. Let's give it a watch. And I'm so glad I did. I actually want to watch it again now. Take care, everybody. Bye, y'all. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson.